Hi, and welcome to the show. Oh. <laughs> that's, that made I, me feel better. I knew that would... I fucked it up, and then you fucked it up. I knew that would bother you. <laughs> Just do an intro like it's written by uh, ChatGPT. Hello, and welcome to our program. Oh. We're about entrepreneurship Ooh. and dick jokes. This program is called Sweat Equity. Oh. All right. What? Let's, uh, for realsies, we have a fun guest that's a DJ turned entrepreneur of a... Telecom business, Peter Schroeder. He talks like this the whole time. He's, a li- he's like a... The Perfect impression of him. It's going to blow your mind when you hear him. He's, he looks like Guy Fieri's cool older brother. Listen to us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Sounds like an insult. Give us, uh, <laughs> give us a follow. Subscribe. Subscribe to the YouTube page, doggies. Uh, we need those subs, as the kids call them. This episode, sponsored by Zupyak. The first search optimized AI writer, Zupyak, just launched uh, on the market. This is real AI, not like phony AI that uh-huh. we talk about. Oh, we episode. talk all about it. Uh, but you need SEO, content creation, boom, 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 boom. Uh, go to... Is that what you wanted? Uh-huh. You, you know me so well. I told you I don't take requests. Go to zupyak.com, promo code SWEAT, like Keith Sweat. Mm-hmm. Like sweat equity. Yeah. Montez oh, sweat. I got it. Yeah. Like sweaty balls. And are you ready to get this show started? <laughs> yes, please. And this. Howdy. It's called sweat equity. Listening to the Sweat Equity Podcast. Yeah, oh wow! Oh, is this, is this better? Yeah, yeah, way better. I didn't even than the, ours. I didn't see the mic. <laughs> we're uh, right, let we're, me just turn it up a little bit. There we go. We're we're going. We go live on tape. Uh, you know, unless you need a minute. Yeah, um, yeah. I think I'm pretty much ready. Uh, let me just see here. Hair <laughs> looks good. Jealous. Good. Okay. Well, that's that's the most important. Then we good. Yeah, I'm jealous. That's I just between you guys so I can see you better. That's um, fine. There we go. I mean, you may not want to. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah I know. I, I, yeah, I, I take that back. <laughs> um, so we, uh, we let, this is very charitable of us, we let the guests do their own plugs at the top of the episode because <laughs> I, I can't read out loud and I mess them all up. So. Yeah. And I just don't want to. Uh, go for it, Peter. Where can people find you? Uh, what are you about? Real quick. Oof, um, PeterSchroder.com uh, is, is my website. There's uh, links to everything in there and uh, social media and email and all that jazz. And my company, that's Telzio, Telzio.com, T-E-L-Z-I-O. And you're, that's it. And you're the rare um, creative that's entrepreneurial, like real entrepreneurial business-wise. Not like you're a Instagram model, yeah, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> but you have a real life business. Well, there's people that say they're entrepreneurs, and it's like, yeah, you own a hair salon. That's yeah. not the same thing. I, I mean, technically, that yes. actually, that's a bad example. I mean, technically, yes, but I'm saying like, go back uh, to the Instagram. Yeah, idea. I, 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 uh, I'm, I basically affiliate market and get in kind payments for right. whatever. Landed on my doorstep. Yeah, um, <laughs> but you got a real business. With I would 
I think I always find it interesting, anybody who does those two worlds, because we kind of live that life a little bit. The professional, we have comedy in this show kind of outside of that. Uh, but uh, we, we ask everybody when they come on the show for the first time, these two questions. Um, did you listen to the podcast before coming on the show? I actually did. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, listened, okay. I listened to all of them. Okay, this is oh. gonna go. This is gonna go well. We'll see. <laughs> if you listen to all of them, he's here. Yeah, that's the, even the episode. hemorrhoid ones. Yeah, there was a there was a yeah, that, that was a that one. was a big story arc there for me bit, personally. Oh, remember the arc of me asking you every episode about your vasectomy? Yep that so, that uh, was another arc of dealing with my nether regions. Yeah, and because I was yeah, working. but that was also why I I I felt like I I was so much in touch with you guys, and I just had to. So yeah. Well, there you go. Good yes, and um, <laughs> uh. The other question we ask is, um, what advice would you give your 13-year-old self? Um, just keep going. You're doing it right. There's, Were you, you know, stopping just keep a lot? Trucking. <laughs> I feel like I, I definitely, people try to stop me a lot. Mm. <laughs> but I'm, I'm one of those, you know, those little toys that just like fall over and just bounce back up and just uh, like, like almost a little, little dumb, uh, I, would, I would call myself. Uh, some of the things I, I do, I probably shouldn't, uh, but it turns out that it kind of works for the better at the end. But yeah, I, I just do what I feel like is good. <laughs> well, can you elaborate on that in terms of what you've done that well, you probably shouldn't, but you don't regret I, it? I mean, start start a freaking phone company. Uh, on on uh, Cash in your wife's 401k and start a phone company for that and think you can Ooh. compete against AT&T. At 13? <laughs> we're talking like, we're talking, the, the scenario is you go back in time. To your thirteen-year-old self, no, he gets it. Okay, he gets it. No, okay, just, I'm asking for examples thirteen and forward. It doesn't really matter. Okay, well, the four hundred one k. You off. will not be docked points for that. I look his his hair is so quaffed. I always it, you're it, mesmerized. You're guys, not paying attention. Guys with you know a little silver it's the going CGI. on. CGI. <laughs> well, we're jealous. Mine's mine's on its last hurrah. Yeah, you know, I'm um, jealous of the technical expertise. I do also spend a lot of time in the morning, like sitting it, like at least fifteen seconds. Hey, bud, you didn't okay, have to tell we us didn't that. Need we like the that. we like the smoke. that you are getting dark points. I'm, for I'm that. just doing it to make it feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so where where are you at right now? Where you are? Uh, you're international. You're uh, from Denmark, correct? Yeah, yeah. Hey, are uh, you? But I'm in Los Angeles now. Los Angeles, nice. Mm -hmm. um, how's the homeless out there? Nice, fun. Tin City? Is, yeah. it, is it crazy? I, I mean, don't know. No, not really. I mean, I've been here for 10 years now, and all I do is go between my house and the office, and that's pretty much it. I just had twin babies two years ago, so oh. that oh, just yeah, doesn't yeah, allow yeah. for going out or anything like that anymore. Yeah. yeah. Twins, yikes. Yeah, you're in the uh, the quicksand years. You never got to play man-to-man. -man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Zone right from the start. It's a soccer reference. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, it works. I, I, I get soccer. Yeah. Okay. No. It, uh, it transcends many sports. <laughs> well, uh, you know, talk to us about being a DJ. Um, uh -huh. how, how do you get into being a DJ? One that gets paid, I'm guessing. Like, right. And what are you doing back there? We don't know this hands. whole world. What are you, uh... I have the hack question of like, do you just press the space bar and let it go? You know, like. Um, but that's yeah, kind of a yeah, hack okay. opinion. I, I'm sure there's a lot more work to it. Um, 
but no, nah, nah, that's pretty much it. But um, <laughs> but before it's how, before how you, you get there, but you got to right? push it at the right time. Well, I think it's all preparation, though, right? Before you go in there, nah, no, no, you just press space. <laughs> okay, no, it's well, it's, it's been a good easy. interview. See ya. No, I. <laughs> I was say I I I started I found found out I wanted to be a DJ when I was nine years old and saw uh, some dude at uh, at a school dance you know playing music for kids and I was like that's so freaking cool that he can just make people jump around just by playing some songs so I knew I was gonna do that so I just started playing at my friends' birthday parties with two cassette tape players and eventually oh, really? I turned eighteen I was allowed to come into a club and play there and I got my first gig and then yeah slowly from there. Yeah, huh. I was always thinking your origin had to be like the old school turntables where you gotta yeah. go back and forth. I uh, mean, every party oh, yeah. has has the designated DJ, you know. Yeah, Some not professionally, and, and that's usually how it starts, right? That that designated DJs, yeah, went, it goes on and gets real jobs. Yeah, I never thought of it like that. So wait, are you doing like when you're DJing behind the turntable? Or do you have turntables? Do you like? Oh, when yeah. you're performing the work, what do you have to do? Is it really just push the space bar? Am I missing something? <sighs> I see people doing stuff, you know, moving the little thingies up and down and all that, but I don't know what's going on. Well, so so I'm 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 of the old generation, and I'm I'm a DJ for the sake of DJing, uh, not so much for for being in the spotlight. Back mm. then, when when I started out, the DJ was one you put in the corner, and there was no light on him. It was mm. just like kind of hid away. If they could put him in the back room, they would do that. Um, and 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 I I got into it because I just like the music and I like playing for people and giving them a good experience. But what you see today is is it's much more the opposite. It's it's about seeing someone. I mean, it's an Instagram model, really. Uh, it's it's about who has the most followers. Those are the ones that get the gigs. Uh, that has changed a lot since. I mean, I haven't played a professional gig for ten years now. I, I uh, unofficially stopped uh, when I started my company. But this has changed a lot and. Uh, Back when I when and what I the way I play is, is really more about just uh, feeling the crowd and you know watching them and making sure that the that, and improvising really um, and and figuring out, I've never prepared a gig for in my life it's, it's all just like uh, whatever I feel like in the moment mm. but but the new kids are literally have like a playlist like it's it is like just pressing oh. you know space pretty much yeah yeah new it's a generation. lot of like light light work right you know like. To, mm -hmm. Because you can't really do much behind on that pedestal. You better be, yeah, you better be well, dancing. You know, like you they're like the old porn stores where they had the owner of the store used right. to be like way high up. Yeah, to see everybody, you're like don't go in the beaded section. That's not for you. <laughs> no, but but you but you can definitely do a lot. I mean, if you're a real DJ, you can you you're you're busy constantly. You're doing all kinds of little things, and and I, I usually only play you know a minute and a half of each song. So there's a there's a kind of tempo going on especially when there's nothing prepared what are we, what music are we talking house is that do, yeah, do you even well, say house anymore danish house danish house uh, <laughs> uh all kinds of things really i uh I produced music that was just all over the place but uh, yeah electronic music uh, mainly um but it expands a little bit wider than that i think hey man i a little chemical brothers every now and again <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> Uh, smack my good bitch for, up yeah it's good for running yeah oh, yeah um so you go you're you're a creative engineer which is and i've never heard that title but it makes sense it's one of those things where it's like oh yeah that definitely exists not like i'm not saying like you're like i'm the ceo of happy days you know like how they do that. some people have that on titles on linkedin and stuff uh -huh. um creative engineer caught my eye uh and your bio 
how do, how do you get into starting a there is a Portlandia episode about starting a phone company. Oh yeah. <laughs> that is genius because they try right. to get all their friends. And yeah, it's like, like you're number two. You can never do this. Right. Right. It's like the, the barrier to entry is crazy to get into communications yeah. as a, just to have a company that can compete. How did you get into this? Um, how did I get into this? I, I needed it myself, really. Uh, I, I, I had another project I was working on, and I needed like a, a, a support line for people to call, and there was nothing I, I, like I could afford, and it was easy to set up and manage and all that. So I was like, okay, I'll just code it myself, no problem. And while I was doing that, I had so much fun, and I just kind of, okay, now I have a little product here I can actually put online and see if someone signs up, and I posted about it. So it's really been, been, been just about like creating a product that's cool for people to use, and not so much about going out and competing. Uh, because there's no way we could compete in the beginning, at least. And then as we kind of grow, you know, we, we get a couple of customers in here and there, and then they ask for new features, and they built them, and then, uh, you know, they attracted more bigger customers, and eventually Facebook and Samsung and Airbnb signed up. And, and you know, it's mm. it's really just about slowly the small steps and, and, and getting it that way. We've never spent a dollar on advertising, for example. It's just been completely organic. Maybe I need to. So it's for the layman. What's the elevator pitch for? Uh, uh, excuse me if I mess this up because I can't read. Tell you, tell the zoo. Tell tell zio. God, I'm yep. so bad. God, so stupid. Fucking idiot. Um, I'm winning the podcast. Yeah, point twice. Yeah, well, we keep score behind the scenes. Um, so it's for businesses that need. Uh, uh, it's not VoIP, right? It's. Uh, it, it's it in the VoIP, cloud. Yeah. It's VoIP. Uh, okay. Yeah. What's the differentiator? Well, everything is VoIP today. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, but it's if you have a small business out there, this is a great product for your phone. We. I might need to switch. I need to get yeah. rid of my business line to get something better. So I might. I might be a customer pretty soon. Um, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But, I mean, it's, it's it's really just any business that 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 needs to talk to their customers in some kind of way. That's that's the elevator pitch. It's, well, uh, it's a. You kind of skipped over the, the one part where you're like, I just coded it myself, no big deal. Like, it was like, you know, yeah. like crocheting, <laughs> like one night, just like, yeah, I needed a sweater, no big deal. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm a, I'm a nerd. I'm a, I'm, I'm a big old nerd. I, I made my first website when I was 14, uh, back in 98, and sold it eventually. So it's like, oh, damn. I, wow. I, I have this, this new entrepreneurial thing that, that I can't help, and I, I have to play with things. I have major ADD, so. I have to just do things that I think is fun, and 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 you know that happens to be coding, and it started that really early on. I've always done that. Uh, even when I made music, I was you know making my own plugins for for uh, you know for the programs I I made the music in. So it's it's uh, it's not really uh, that different for me to to for, for you know being in the music industry and making music to coding a phone company or a phone service uh, uh, or platform. Um, it's it's uh, you know the the whole creative engineer I think is is a weird thing that people think that engineers and and, and coders are, are are people that sit in that basement and just you know yeah, really robots. good at math. I mean I'm horrible at math, um, but you're good I mean, at the logic. Best engineers I've ever. Well, yeah yeah well yeah logic, but but That's the best math. engineers I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, you could say that math is everything. <laughs> but say, if like, we get high enough, I'll. I'll I know expand. what are you talking about. Man? We're all math. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say the, the best engineers uh, I know are all really, really creative people. You have to be super creative to make something new rather than just following the book and, you know, being told what to code. Well, I, you know, I, ha I heard something that kind of 
it changed my perception of the word creative because creative always gets lumped into like your artsy, your, you know, um, or you create something out of nothing. So that it's more of that, but a a lot in the business world, when they say creative, they don't think they don't say it. It's almost like a disparaging at a certain point, right? The higher you go, they're like, Oh, he's not coming to the meeting. He's a creative, creative, you know, know, to figure it out. Um, but it's one of those things where, uh, I, someone spun it on me. It's the creative can be the ability to create solutions. Exactly what I, my point right, was, is right. like creative problem solving. Yeah. Uh, so, which is m- probably much more geared for engineers and that like your puzzle based. Is that fair to say? Hmm. That's a great way to say it. Yeah. i look, someone, I was in a job interview when my actual life was forcing me to get a full-time job and I, I just don't fake interviews. Uh, <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, yeah, I'll do this if you shut up for like three weeks. Uh, Cause I had my own company and I was like, if you just get out of the way, everything would be a lot better. Um, All right. Stay on track. Um, but uh, I went in and someone reflected this back to me. They're like, you see everything as a puzzle. And I was like, Oh yeah. What do you mean by that? No, I was like, damn, I've never thought of it that way. Uh, and I, mm-hmm. I feel like I can see it with a lot of people because it's like, you're talking about you have ADD. Do you feel like you mm-hmm. you're able to hone that ADD like correctly? Oh, yeah. I feel oh, like yeah. people go, I have ADD, ADHD, and I, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm all over the place kind of thing. And it's like I think you can really hone it if you're really interested yeah, in what you're doing. No doubt. That's the thing. It's it's a superpower to me. Uh, it's it's all about knowing it and and understanding how to deal with it and 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 getting your wife or, or a partner to, to, to deal with it as well and figure out how, how to, because that's, that can be the hard part. But, but uh, to me, it's a superpower and it's, it's really just about, you know, understanding which things I'm good at and what I'm interested in and then finding someone else around me that are good at the things I'm not interested in because those are never going to get done. Uh, even if I, you know, sat down for, for, for a million years and tried, it's not going to get done. So it's just about understanding that and then it becomes a superpower because then you can really go to the bottom of that rabbit hole and start digging for more, uh, you know, and really get really, really, really good at certain things. And yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, I think about a lot of people that have ADD that race cars, they can really hone it in. Yeah. You better. Well, 500 miles. What? But they got to go so far. There is so much going on that it kind of is to their best, you know, kind of best use, right. For their, their kind of brain. Um, that's, that's what I'm saying with, with, with the DJing, and, and, and I, I play a minute and a half of each song yeah. constantly. <laughs> I mean, I usually have four records going at the same time because there's so much going on that that's, I get stimulated by that. Right, and you're like in the zone where most people would get overwhelmed. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so what, I, I want to go back to this website when you're 14, 14. Is that what you said? How old? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's when you had to code websites, like from the ground up. Right. right? There was no Squarespace. Oh yeah. There's no WordPress Upper yet. Code sweat. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, there's no um, the, the, there's no CMS uh, content management system like it is drag and drop today or plugin system right. today. You had to code really code it. What was the website and how much did you get paid? <laughs> um, the website was a Danish uh, basically social media platform before there was social media oh, uh, for man. artists. Zuckerberg yeah, got your shit, you know, like for <laughs> or Tom from MySpace for, for like for like kids that that that, that wanted to draw and, and paint. And I have some friends that were, were really good at that, and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna make a website so you can put that online because that's what you do now. It's internet time, 
Um, and then yeah, kind of want to get that sound up. And eventually, I sold it. So yeah. How how much though? I, I, I is it going to be in Danish marks to, and to, we to when you're know. 18 and just move from home? <laughs> okay, okay, that's that's a good amount. Um, but that so you've been entrepreneurial from from jump. What did your parents do? Uh, my mom was an engineer and my dad was a drummer. Uh, well, there you go. <laughs> that was easy. Yeah. We figured it out. Survey says. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, no, so with the back to your company, uh, you've been you've had it for ten years, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Massive competition in this in this sector, I would say. Uh, talk to us about kind of scaling up. You know, how does I I've, I talk to a lot of small medium business owners or executives and I do uh I kind of get ahead of this I try to talk to them about their work-life balance because a lot of them are just overwhelmed and the reason I'm there is because they are they're trying to grow but they got too many things going on uh what advice would you have anybody listening out there about scaling I know you just kind of uh, you, you kind of some advice huh well, you, you yeah, it might still be just him in the company. We didn't really. Well, get you to did that. just say it's, you still have to scale, but I'm saying like you said uh, yeah. something earlier. You know, you know what you're not good at, and we say on this show a lot: yeah. know what you don't know, right? And then the the action yeah. of that yeah. is find the people to delegate those things to. Uh, yeah. You know, how can you talk to us about that kind of stuff? Like, how do you yeah. deal with yeah. that? <clears throat> Twins. So, um, oh yeah, the, 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 and twins. <laughs> <laughs> That's the coolers like. Commercial well, so the interesting thing is, like, I got it. Like, <laughs> I on earlier. Oh, sorry. Uh, the, the interesting thing is, is like, like I touched on earlier. Like, I, I, I never, we never spent money on advertising. We, we just kind of grew, grew very organically. Uh, we found out early on that we couldn't raise money. One thing was, I had just started dating my wife back then, and we started a company together. So, hey, who's going to invest in that? And uh, ladies be shopping. Yeah, we're going into a market. No one will, uh, you know, basically touch uh, because it's just dominated by these big players. So we had to figure out what what do we do next? Well, we can buy ads. No, we can't because those are seven hundred dollars per click on Google in our oh. space. So uh, the math adds up. You know, you can go out and, and and buy a customer that way if you pay enough because they stay along for the, stay around for so and so long and and so on. But we didn't have that money up front either, so we had to just get really, really good at SEO. And I went to the bottom of that rabbit hole and slowly over the years got, you know, uh, first place on Google for certain keywords that our competitors are buying, like paying a lot of money for. Um, and that's how we, we've been able to, to kind of grow. And that's just been a really slow uh, moving thing. And it's kind of like a train that, that slowly gets up to, to speed. But we're kind of starting to, to see that, that you know, uh, up to, well, not starting to. We have been seeing that for a while now. But, but, but for the first many years, I mean, I did customer service and, and tech support for, for the first two, three years and, and for, before we could even hire the first employee. Ooh. So you're all in. You said you gave up DJing. This, this was the all in yeah. thing. All in. I, I'm always all in. Uh, it, I, I never do anything half. Uh, and, and that also backfires sometimes. I've been evicted twice when I was in my early 20s. And, and, and you know, like I, I, I don't do anything half. It has to be full uh, and, and it has to be extreme. Uh, otherwise, it's not fun for me. You didn't get half evicted? <laughs> Come on, man. I don't know. Can you? Can you keep some of my stuff in there <laughs> and I'll just sleep out time? Just be here on Mondays and Tuesdays. Well, how would you do it? Chop them in half? Uh, one, one part of the uh, bio sheet we got um, 
talked about one thing that really stuck out was gratitude. Uh, said mm-hmm. you're a big proponent of that. You're you're big on kind of uh, you know putting that out there. Can you talk to us about gratitude in the kind of business world? You know that I think it's a very underrated yeah. thing, and it doesn't take a lot of effort. Yeah, no, I I totally. Uh, so so the way I I kind of put it is is um. I'm 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 very much into to to solidarity and, and and making sure that 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 people kind of have the same uh uh play the same playing field and and being able to to compete from the beginning. That's that kind of comes from what what I was uh, uh you know what I experienced when I started this company. It's like well we have no money we we are playing against these big guys. Um. So so for me this this whole thing for example uh, you have uh, what they call the enterprise plans with with uh, a lot of SaaS products out there. And 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 that's that's only the big guys can pay for, and then you get these features that make them able to compete. Like that, that's just backwards. You know, it should be the the small guys that get those features, and the big guys have to fight for them, mm-hmm. or something like that. So so for me, it's like uh, I'm trying to to just make things kind of even, and then make sure that everyone kind of has the same uh, cards dealt from the beginning, and then we can play from there. I'm all about business, and 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 uh, and you know. Uh, being able to compete and all that and, and, and doing well for yourself, but you have to kind of have the same cards from the beginning. Uh, so we have equal, you know, rights or, 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 or whatever you would want to call it. That's interesting. I never thought about it in a, uh, SAS software as a product or software as a service for those out there don't know the acronym. Uh, the, I wasn't even thinking that was an option when we we're talking about gratitude as like, you see gratitude in the product. I was thinking mm-hmm. almost intrapersonal kind of relationships or biz, you know, vendor relationships kind of thing. Well, this way it's outward. Mm-hmm. No, it's this it, way no, it's I've even never better. I think. No, it's interesting. You know? It's like I, I didn't even. Th- I think of that with some products, maybe, but you know, not with SaaS or, or an app or software, or whatever you want to call it. That's interesting. By features, yeah, you know, it's, of it's, it. it's it's one of those things that that uh, you see a lot, and then. Luckily, I think there's a lot of more companies now that have started you know, introducing you know, just pay for the service and you have all the features. That's what we did when we started out 10 years ago. And in the beginning, we had to really explain it to everyone. And like, why is it better that I pay per minute and per text rather than an all-you-can-eat thing? Well, uh, now people kind of start to understand why that's better. And, and we don't have, really have to explain it so much anymore. There's more and more companies that kind of introduce this this model. And I think it's amazing. Yeah. Um... Uh, <laughs> well, I could see that. I mean, I could see that, like, you know, people don't like to have different bills. Every day. They like to be able to budget yeah. things and know exactly what it's going to be. That is crazy, though. How is that? Work? You couldn't have just an even lower level, like, that would offer yeah. everything that would still be that somehow the math would work out that it's cheaper per text or call. Or you do the math on that, yeah, where it's thing, like man. that's not worth it. Yeah, you, 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 I feel like the, the 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 phone companies have been really, really good at 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 explaining over the years why you should have this all you can eat plan or this is unlimited calling plan, which is way more expensive than if you just pay for the actual calls you make uh, by far. So what we did was we we just went in and said, hey, okay, you, you pay for the minutes, and then you can create all the users. You have all the features, all of that stuff. Because for us, the more users you add to the plan, the more you'll be calling. And the more features we add to give you, the more you'll be using our platform and the more money we make. So it just makes sense mm. for us to do that. Um, it's not like it's a bad business for us. 
but it is cheaper for the for the end users at the end of the day, not by a lot, but to to a point where it is definitely significant. Like you can see that it's cheaper. Yeah, you you know, you, y'all's y'all's pricing model is interesting from the uh, outside kind of looking in. It's you know on your websites pricing for businesses of all sizes and only pay for what you use, no user fees or startup costs. And then you only have two options, really. You got small business and you got enterprise. And most people would do the the psychological game of like, let's get three, three columns. We want them to get that middle one or let's get five and hope they get that third or fourth one. Uh, And it's really kind of a shell game almost. They do the thing where it's like they list all the things in a car. There's five columns. The first, you know, they're all the same up until here. And then they have to keep scrolling to see all the other stuff at the bottom. And your pricing is $50, not $49.99. I mean, you're not playing any of the psychological games on there. It's refreshing. We are not well. So, so actually, I would say the reason why we have enterprise on there in the first place is really not because enterprise is our our target customer. It's not at all. Uh, it's because uh, our target customer is a little bit bigger than, or our our ideal customer, if you will, is a little bit bigger than small business. So, uh, you know, we we have a lot of uh, startups as our customers, again because it scales really well the the, the pricing, um, but we also have a lot of business with five hundred to a thousand employees and 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 up. Um, but those ones wouldn't sign up if we just wrote small business on our site. So uh, we put enterprise on there to essentially show that it's for everyone. It's I like I turn into Larry David complaining when I think about what people classify as small business or a medium business or a large right. corporate enterprise business. Like we can't come up with something. Like everybody's definition's different. Yeah. Look, yeah. fucking Amex does small business Saturday. And it shows like a barista coffee shop in Portland, yeah. and you're like, "Do what you that's love." That's a local business. That's I wouldn't classify that as a small business, but technically it is a small business. So you got us on the marketing there. Small business is a very encompassing term. Right, right. Uh, I would call yep. it a local like, business. Are you Nestle? You're a small business then. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> are you conglomerate that controls our food? Yes. <laughs> hey, thanks for explaining the joke. Yeah. I was trying to yes and you. It was pretty weak. I just thought I'd echo it. <laughs> um, uh, Peter, before we get out of here, any 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 last words? Any anything? Uh, this has been a silly kind of uh, interview from our side, but um, talk to us about AI because AI. AI we are my. I don't want to speak for Eric, but my thought is AI is the most fucked out term in marketing right now. It is like mm-hmm. um, it, it everything it's just a could, stickler for terminology. I know, but everything. I think you have to define what AI is. It has to have some AI element actually to it. It's like keto. You can put keto on fucking whatever you want. So like everything's keto. Uh, uh, uh. Well, I think it's spot on what you're saying. It, it has to God, be called something. And AI is a good <laughs> term. He know? He's from that we have to, to have. <laughs> He's in LA, bruh. Doesn't matter. Uh, anyway. Wait, wait. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> Apologize. I was to say like you have to you have to call it something, and I, and I think uh, AI is just a, a very easy to understand term for people that are not necessarily in computer into you know computers or in AI and stuff like that. So we can't call it ChatGPT or 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 even say say those things out the whole, the whole thing. You know, like we have to call it something. And now this is just a label that kind of was slapped on there by the media, I guess. And now we have to live with that. So when real AI comes around there will be another word for that 
Yeah, I think it has to be defined as like it learns upon itself, like it learns on its own from from experience or whatever you want to call it. From yeah, use but, case. It, but it doesn't really. I mean, that's machine learning, and we've done that for years. Right. Uh, it's it's not like synthetic a... <laughs> intelligence. Right? right. You don't just stick it in a white room and it's like, oh, you'll figure it out. Well, no, you got to like, feed it something. <laughs> yeah, it has to have it has to have prompts. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. but it has, yeah, it has to have input from someone. Right. But yeah, yeah. over time, no, it, I mean, that's it. But machine think, learning think, doesn't sound AI cool. It's amazing. What, what we have now is, is, is just, is, 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 is we got some new tools that we haven't had before that are all of a sudden available for everyone. Uh, and, and we're seeing all these different applications being built on top of it. I mean, we, we are doing that ourselves. We've been waiting for this to happen for, I don't know. We, I think we registered AI attendant.com back in 2017. We knew it was like going to happen eventually. Kind of just been waiting for the technology to be ready, and 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 now it is, and, and we see all these companies building new stuff on top of of these engines that are being released by by different companies, and and they're just getting smarter and smarter, like day by day almost, right? So I, I think it's fun. I, there's a lot of stuff that's going to happen over the next year. I mean, no, it's really yeah. Joe Biden called me, dude. <laughs> yeah, I tell you that Joe Biden called me. <laughs> oh, I yeah. did not vote, Mr. President. Hey, I Gorbaugh. did not vote. Hey, hey, Eric. It was really cool. Hey, let me talk back. I want to touch your touch the back of your head. Was it the Biden? Yeah. Okay. Hey, man, I never tried it. <laughs> um, I know. I just I feel like it's a lot of there is a lot of cool stuff for sure. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. uh, I just feel like it's one of those things where you got a lot of hucksters coming in as quick as possible. Yep. I'm on a lot of newsletters for these AI apps because I just want to see what's coming out. If there's anything that helps me, you know, like those newsletters, like there's an AI for that. Or uh, uh, drink the robot juice is another one. You, yeah. But I just I do it so I can kind of see. I want to keep a little bit of a, a my eyes on what's going on. But I will look at a lot of them, and they're like complete garbage. Like there's just like yeah. they're they're putting stuff out too quickly, mm -hmm. um, which might be good if we were scared of AI taking over humanity. So, so eventually, yeah. Nah, no, not feeling really really it. That's probably going to happen. Who knows? But, right. What but are we going to do about it? The app store. Hey, that's my yeah, kids' exactly. grandkids' problem. Uh, I'm not. No, it's not. It's your kids. No. <laughs> okay. Well, they're well let the robots figure it out for us, guys. Oh yeah, use AI Duh. to combat AI. The digital overlords. Yeah, yeah. that's a it's a real Uroboros situation there. Uh, anything? Uh, anything else we didn't cover? Uh, oh, I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know. Anything I, I, I on your mind? Bro, bro. It's a snake that eats its own tail, dog. You okay. watch Loki? Come on. Oh, sorry. I didn't do the, like, YouTube explainer videos. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, that was a, it was a reach, but it was complicated, it, though. It, it brings the, the show to a, a complete stop. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Our show? What's this word? Or Loki? This, this show. <laughs> oh, okay. This, oh, we're doing a show right now. Yeah. I forgot. This is a show. My bad. Uh, well, Peter, thanks for coming on. Uh, this was one of the sloppier interviews from our side, I know. But uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> well, it didn't feel well, that thank, way. Thank to you for you. having me. This was fun. Well, appreciate yeah, it. And, uh, if you got uh, other stuff coming down the pike, let us know, and we'll have you back on, man. Oh, sure, happy to. All right, brother. Thanks. See ya.